Well, hello. Welcome to another episode of Learn, Do, Inspire. It's your host, Kaylee Davis, and I'm quite excited for this episode. This one will be on the motion of emotions. And funny enough, I had originally planned to record this episode May 1st. And you guys, it is well into August, so... There were just so many things going on, and now that I have a clear view and a clear focus of what it is exactly I was going through, you know, what test God had presented in front of me, now I'm able to clearly reflect on it and, you know, talk to you guys a little bit more in depth. Um, Again, you know, you got to be patient with me. Like, this is really something new for me, but I understand that. I have to use my voice, you know what I mean? It is exactly what it is I'm supposed to do in my purpose. So, going forward, please stick around and thank you again for tuning back in. Um... Welcome to another episode of Learn, Do, Inspire, where today we'll be touching on the motion of emotions. I have with me a dear and close friend, Shona. Shona, <laughs> please tell hey. the audience a little bit about yourself. Hey, I'm Shona. I live in New York City. I'm founder of Richard Plant Club. We bring together the community with plants. Because he doesn't love a good plant, right? (laughs) And then it's like really nice because it allows people to take time to raise something, you know? It's like connection and meaning through planting. Absolutely. And it's such a nice hobby. Like hobbies are so important. We're going to get more into hobbies, but it's something that we do for ourselves that just brings us joy without, you know, promise of money. It's just for joy that part which is hard to find in the capitalist world right (laughs) that is like good to draw together like-minded individuals too and for you to be able to create that absolutely is really amazing (laughs) thank you and i honestly really really thank you shauna Because I really feel as though your voice is one that needs to be heard. And I really thank you for That means so much to me. Thank you for having me, honestly. Um, and you know, I'm mentally ill as fuck. So I've been through hella therapy. I've been fortunate enough and lucky enough to get a lot of help. So I feel like I can help a lot of others with the, uh, the help I've gotten. Right. And not to only... But to even, like, take a few steps back, I want to shed a little light on, like, how we came together. Because one day, I was in my backyard, like, going through some tough emotions. I don't necessarily know, like, how I came into it. But, you know, it was just something moved me to call Shona. And (laughs) it was just, like, before that, when was the last time we had spoken? Like, months ago? And it was just, Just, like, like chatting on instagram super light surface level sort of stuff so i call up shona and i'm just like can i vent to you like can i just you you know you always can (laughs) it's it's reciprocated you know the same for me too and um shona we literally talked on the phone for almost two hours like it was (laughs) (laughs) 
a very long conversation, but it was just, she made the time to listen to me, you guys. Like, and that's what's so important about having like a real friend. Like, anyways, just let that marinate because that's how we arrived to this conclusion today. Like, even with me being able to talk to you guys about the book that we'll be introducing later throughout, it was just the universe just cooked it up. <laughs> cooked Absolutely. It up. <laughs> She's always cooking, isn't she? <laughs> and it, she makes some delicious dishes, but mind you, it's wet and it, it really takes hard work to learn how to perfect. And sometimes we get food poisoning. <laughs> Honestly, on the toilet for hours. <laughs> but that's what we need, right? <laughs> right. Right. Okay, so going into it. I'm going through your... Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'm glad you have it because I'm on my phone, so I can't really see it right now. So sometimes I'll need some reminders. So we can stay on track. Yeah, no, you, we're doing good. <laughs> we're following. So yes. next on our segment, we're smoothly transitioning into how emotions move and how we can use them to positively affect ourselves. I'm glad you actually wrote that because there's this dude that I like follow on Instagram and he talks about how emotion is literally energy in motion. Yeah. And he's like, emotion, like that. And so I think he says, emotions are what create, what create strong vibrational... Um, Let me stop. I can't talk. Okay. <laughs> emotions are what create strong vibrational frequencies. Um you have to take yourself into the desired state the as if it is all happening for you already you know you have to basically bring in your senses smell it hear it taste it feel it as if it's happening right now in regards to manifestation of where it is you want to be and what it is you want to bring into existence um but when he is saying like emotion is energy in motion, it was like when we get emotional, it creates motion and drives us into taking action. And on the energetic level, the energy is moving and creates slash connects with the entire movement of the universe and becomes one with it. So imagine us out here for months, Shona going through some of these tough emotions, fam. We were literally like emitting that but imagine (laughs) (laughs) but what's beautiful about it is that now we can like pick up on some of the pain body that you know we were feeding ourselves before go for it (laughs) um so starting on our individual self um we feel so many emotions don't we uh, oh, look, I'm being joined by this uh, dog. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, like we feel so many emotions and they can be overwhelming, you know, uh, you know, whether or not you have a diagnosis, we're always constantly feeling we have no choice. Um, I think something we all need to recognize that our feelings are not always true. They're valid, but they're not always true. Right. Um, so many perspectives. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of us uh, forget to be patient with ourselves and forget to love ourselves and remember that we are just human. We're only human. 
you know, we're only capable of so much. Um, and um, especially in the world we're living in, we live in a capitalist society where we're told that we need to be productive. We need to make money. We need to be perfect when these standards are so unrealistic, so untrue. Like it's um, like a hamster, like running in a circle. There was even a video I watched that the lady was like living off the grid and she was referring to us living in urban areas as slave wages. You know, yeah. Like just continuously working to pay off debt. It was just like a constant endless cycle of consumerism. And she's right. Like, yeah. Who's to say we have to live in this standard? You know, like who mm-hmm. is creating the narrative in this country? Um, and why are we blindly following this narrative when we see around us that shit is not going the way that it should be? No, I mean, it's going how it should be and how it sh- like how it should be to our governments. Yeah. Most Americans are living paycheck to paycheck, you know, and this wasn't by accident. Nope. Um, no, not at all. Um, so we were talking about hobbies a little bit before, you know, um, a lot of us don't have the luxury of going off grid and living our best lives. You know, a lot of us, we, we need to live in cities. We need to live in the suburbs. We don't really have much of a choice. Yeah. Um, but we do have the choice to make time for ourselves um, to do things we love, you know? Um, a lot of times self-care is portrayed as like, you know, buying ourselves things. But that's another, um, that's another uh, method that, we, <laughs> that the uh, media gives us. So we just keep making money and spending money. I mean, even for me with plants, you know, you need to buy plants, you know, There's, you can't escape it. Um, but we get to choose what we spend with our money. And if we choose to spend it. Is Malachite your Malachite ring? I don't even know, but sure. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, we, I think um, we've seen a lot of like, oh, self-care, self-care. Um, oh, I'm going to buy this because that's self-care. Right. And, uh, these people, these Instagram models out here with like a million things on their self-care routine. And that's, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go with a, a good avocado and honey mask. Like, you know. Yes. <sighs> and self-care, it's so important, like for ourselves um, <clears throat> to bring us back, like, to ourselves because you know like you said like instagram influencers we spend so much time on social media i'm super guilty of that you know it's hard to escape um and (laughs) we just need to remember what we as individuals we like what we want to do with our lives our personal goals and And that brings us around full circle so the important aspect of these emotions to me is being able to figure out your identity until you understand what it is you value, what it is you find of interest, what it is grounds you and who you are, your soul, your spirit, not who it is, like what it is you look like on the outside, is able to remind you and ground you. Um, and I think that when we go out in the real world, we're trying to play catch up and fulfilling a lot of these expectations and idealizations and norms. And, you know, we're trying to conform ourselves to fit inside of this little bubble. And it's like oftentimes we're perceived as being the bad person for the way that we 
handle our emotions or challenge but there's nothing wrong like it's okay for us to feel empathy even when everybody around you obviously doesn't feel it it's okay to you know act out of the goodness of your heart even though it seems as though everybody around you is not and it's like in this aspect you have to be the leader and not expect somebody else to do it first before you go ahead and do it because I don't even know fam like we just need a different outlook than the one that we we constantly see and it's not to say that people aren't already in this shift and in this outlook but when we catch ourselves being like superior and you know inferior to somebody who has less very judgmental very desensitized it allows us to check back into who we are and be like damn you know like let me express gratitude and let me express selflessness and being able to help how I can um I love that yeah making time for yourself to better yourself Absolutely. It's so important to make time for ourselves. And it can be difficult, nearly impossible in this day and age. But I love what she said about gratitude. Um, you know, I, I have depression and something that really helps me bring me back to earth is take a moment every day. You know, it's hard to do something every day, but whenever we remember to practice gratitude, you know, it seems like we don't have much, but we have so much more than yes. <laughs> we have something that someone else would love. Gratitude is important thing to practice um and you know um what you're saying about like once no one's gonna do it for us no one's gonna figure out who we are for us once we figure out who we are then you know okay also like it's important to know like we will never truly know who we are we have an entire lifelong lifelong journey it's a lifelong journey it's it's the entire time and we're people like we're constantly morphing and changing and that's okay you can like something today and not like it tomorrow that's totally valid but once we figure out something we do like then we're able to find a community of people that like similar things exactly this is why shona is a guest speaker (laughs) like um so let's go back (laughs) yes um shona i shared with her you know how with learn do inspire we break it up into three segments and so far we've been talking on self and addressing that we live in a society that does not give us the proper skills and tools to deal with them and one of the things shona brought to my attention is the result in huge epidemics like drug abuse and homelessness. I recently learned that there were some celebrities blacklisted back in the 1940s because they were speaking out against the government, right? It's like they were literally blacklisted, silenced, you know, voice taken away. And let's draw into that a little bit, how people with big drive big ambition who don't fit into the little conform cycles are mostly the ones who are incarcerated did you see my video on instagram i did not i I will definitely check that out after the show okay so it's like this lady her name is saisha had her daughter well i did see that i did see that you see how smoothly they do it through laws and regulations is like already set up and it's, it's like it's all written into this thing it's written into the system we're all pretty much set up for failure right it's like they have these pre-laws and mandates 
already set up so that they are able to forge documentation and see how broad it was. Any person working in an institution or something similar of it or any medical professional can take the child without consent. Now imagine how many pages into it, you know, like this is John Hopkins Hospital, by the way. And he was saying, you know, look at the history of John Hopkins, how they were the ones who would take black women, take the skin cells, experiment on them to create vaccines. That's from John Hopkins. It was like he didn't necessarily know the bigger picture that he was a part of. But I'm pretty sure like this challenge I don't know, like God used him, like God used his family to create awareness on a really big situation because he was like 500,000 children in the foster care system, like they're just filling a quota. Same thing with these cops on the street, arresting people, they're trying to fill a quota. You know, same thing with um, homelessness. People are trying to take away houses. It's like somebody's job to manipulate and take advantage of your situation. And moving further, like when I was talking about those celebrities who were backlisted back when Civil War was happening or whatever, people would literally be out here smoking ganja to avoid being in the army and going over there to be killed recklessly like they're like if you fail your drug test then you can't go off <laughs> i would have been yeah because what are you fighting for really what are exactly. you fighting for and it's like whose agenda are you trying to fulfill too and like let's go back to the deeper meaning of things shauna i'm passing it to you what do you guys say um so you know i could go on and on about how our system is built to exploit us that's why people in jail for (laughs) slavery you know that's all very factual but today i think we're um i think we mostly want to chat about um mental health because you know that's the only thing we really have control of um i mean barely though you know um to get a diagnosis is such a luxury. Um, but no, you're completely correct because you're right. We could go on about it and I don't want to. That's for another podcast. That's for another but episode. I do want to talk about how these agendas, how they bleed over. Like these are people in our communities who are traumatized. These are people. Absolutely. That- yeah. I mean, it's, it's no mystery on why everyone is anxious no why everyone's struggling with anxiety it's no question why everyone's depressed how do you find hope in a world that has been set up for us to fail that that profits off of our destruction so you know they make us sick to sell us the medicine to sell us the cure it's a sickening thing the very first thing to avoid all of that too is awareness and education which is why I really do encourage my audience of listeners, if you want to know what it is we're talking about, do not read books by white authors. I'm not sure. <laughs> you read books by black authors. Like, they will literally lay it out for you, plain and simple. Like, I know Angela Davis does it. Frederick Douglass has done it. Like, just pick up a book of black literature and they'll be like, 
consumerism, capitalism, like all the terms. Absolutely. These uh, white these white authors are selling us uh, fucking toxic positivity. Right. Telling us just be happy, just be happy. Right. Like, no, it's not that simple. It's not. Nora was deeply embedded. Okay. But Shona and I have both been reading this beautiful book written by Lovey Jai Jones. Sometimes I have to let it just fall off the tongue. Lovey Jai Jones. And she wrote this book called Professional Troublemaker, The Field Fighter Madium. And I just wanted to touch on how this book is amazing and that it's a guiding point for us to tackle aspects in our life that relate to fear and I'm going into fear for the motion of emotions because it's like it can be intimidating to tackle the world it can be intimidating to look past all the negativity and still see beauty and still see you know hope and faith that everything can be restored because it can there's nobody telling you that it can't there it can we're just on a really tight timeline to get our shit together (laughs) but me sitting here stewing in my room for months at a time talking about oh you know the world is gonna what am I doing to prevent the world from ending what can I do Um, And one of the things that I can do is, you know, tackle a little bit of this fear that's holding me back and potentially positively changing the world, right? Or putting out positive energy. Yeah, so it's a lot what we're talking about today, you know, it all starts with ourself, you know, once we find some peace within ourselves, then we're able to bring peace to others. And eventually, it could be an infinite source of love and kindness that just keeps passing on, you know? Like for our houseless neighbors, you know, they're ignored. You know, if you give them a simple smile, treat them like a human, that could change their entire fucking world. Exactly. Um, I wanted to like read a few of Lovey's chapters because you know how she'll be like, we fear being judged or we fear this or that. I went through all of them and wrote it down. And, um, she breaks her chapters into three sections of be, say, and do. And for her first chapter is know yourself, be too much, dream audaciously, own your dopeness, trust where you are. But she derives it from we fear our full selves. We fear being judged for being different. We fear having to, too much hope. You know, we fear being perceived as arrogant. We fear success, you know, and then going into say, she goes into speak the truth, fail loudly, ask for more, get your money, draw your lines. But we fear the power of honesty, right? We fear failing. We fear disappointment. We fear being considered greedy. We fear not being considered nice. You know, it's just like a lot of things that unsubconsciously we're probably holding ourselves back. But part of learning your identity is tapping into these areas of focus that you feel as though need work because you can't necessarily heal the world if you can't heal yourself. Absolutely. I mean, you can, obviously. Like, lifelong journey it could be something hand in hand and I really wish that we were part of like 
an indigenous land, you know, like part of Native American tribe, because I'm pretty sure yeah. they have a lot of grounding rituals to reset you, you know, from yeah everything happening up here. And like we were saying, we live in a world where we are not given the tools that we need to be able to heal. <laughs> True. And then... Um, so I think that's what we're trying to do here. Give, offer some tools, you know? <laughs> Honestly, a little bit of awareness will never hurt anybody. Anything else you want to say, Shauna, before we go into community? Um, I think you got it. Like, like I was saying, like, just finding sense of self. Sorry, my parents are in the background. I'm at my parents' house right now. Um, <laughs> just... Finding a sense of self is so vital for finding ourselves. And once we find ourselves, then we can find our people. True. 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 And then once we find our people, there's our community. Bye. And we would be, yeah? Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so a little example of this, um, I run a plant club here in New York City and we had our first meetup and everyone was totally different, you know, all ages, all cultural backgrounds, everyone was so different, but just one common interest just brought us together and we would just have such a good time, you know, we could all live different experiences and still just really relate to, to each other somehow. Hmm. I was um, reading a little bit of Michelle Obama's book and she highlights the fact that nowadays in society we hardly even get to know each other outside of the statistics right how old are you what grade are you in you know what school did you go to da 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 like so surface level things that really are just like on paper achievements like we never really ask somebody deeper meaningful questions like where's your family from you know or who's your favorite family member and why you know what is your favorite movie and why like what is your favorite bit of wisdom that you align yourself you know we don't necessarily come at each other with I don't even know like the right approach when it gets to knowing who we're surrounding ourselves with and it's okay to be different it's okay to be authentic but it's just like we're over here wanting it but don't know exactly how to get it and so to create a safe space where you invited everybody a different background is just truly amazing so Kaylee was just talking about how we start to surface level conversations um and we don't really get into the deep, juicier part of things. And I think that goes back to what Levy was talking about. Fear of rejection, fear of being different. Um, it's totally valid fear because, you know, we, we've all seen and maybe even experienced um, what it is to be different, how it is to be alienated. And it's one of the worst feelings we can experience as a person. Really? Um, really? Yeah, but once we beat that fear and we're just unapologetically ourselves, we can find a sense of community. Um, exactly, and that's why I wanted to tie into it through that particular thing yourself because 
what makes you different could be like really uncomfortable for somebody else but could also be an anchor and could be what somebody else loves the most about you and that's how like before when you were saying we all have different opinions and those opinions are valid but sometimes they're wrong this is a clear example of how it's all about perception something you might joke to somebody about could be a deep trigger you know something that you don't necessarily take into account um could be very very important to somebody else um and i guess more than ever it's just a matter of how we can filter through our emotions in such a way in which we're able to be mindful of how our actions, how our words, you know, can have power in it. It can have like a domino effect, which is easier said than done, obviously. Yeah. And like they say, the pen is more powerful than the sword. Exactly. Um, and, you know, Shona and I were also talking about a little bit of how <laughs> there was this one time, it was late at night. I was driving home from work and um, there was this guy, he was on the side of the road and he was just doing little tricks, um, flipping his hat. And you could tell like, if somebody had money, of course, and they were willing to give it, he would take it, but it didn't seem as if that was his main purpose and his main goal. And it, was until, it wasn't until later that I come to understand that he was just trying to bring a smile to people's faces. And um, it was through me smiling at him that um, he was like, thank you so much. Like, I'm so happy that I was able to see your beautiful smile like that. And it's like, he didn't ask me for money. Um, I don't even know if I had anything I didn't, I don't think. Um, I carried around $5 in my car for a really long time after that to give to him if I saw him again, but I never saw him again. But, um, man, if, 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 if I wasn't alone, like, I know that you're not supposed to, like, be stupid, but totally would have taken his ass to Whataburger or Jack in the Box. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a scary world for us, especially for women, you know. <laughs> it's so easy to be taken advantage of. Right. Um, yeah. Um, but like you said, like sometimes all people need is a simple smile. Some people just need some sign of humanity. Right. Especially for houseless people. So, like I live in the city, you know, people will be like crying, begging, telling their story, and people won't even look up from their phones. People right. won't be like, I'm sorry, you're going through this. Um, and sometimes they just want to smile. And so smoothly transitioning into community, I feel is one of the emotions that we as a community struggle with is being empathetic, being understanding and being compassionate to the situations and um, issues that other people are going through. I understand that things are tough in your life. Trust me, I do. But that's no excuse for you to be self-centered and only believe that your issues and your troubles and whatnot only matter because what you put out is what you get back in return. Absolutely. If you're not putting out good positive energy, if you're not making work for yourself, 
And I don't even mean like going to nine to five or working an eight hour shift. I mean like making the work to show up for yourself in the best way possible. Then you're gonna find yourself 30, 40, 50 years old not understanding who you are, who your identity is and what grounds you into being the person you are. Yeah. It's um, all related, all related how these people are so dissonant from the earth. Um, you get caught up, you get caught up and I understand life is easy and life is not easy. Uh, it's never been promised that it will be, but it's just like, it could be easy. We just make it hard for ourselves. Yeah. And in this world we're currently living in, we're also desensitized, even you and me. You know, we're also right. desensitized. Um, it's hard to be empathetic, you know? Really though. And it's hard to see things out of the narrative that we've always been told. Yeah, I mean, most of what we've been taught is lies. <laughs> it's all lies. <laughs> really? It's all propaganda. It's all bullshit. Um, Literally. I mean, most of my adult life, I have spent time just doing shadow work and unlearning everything I've been taught because it's bullshit <laughs> excuse my language um i mean you definitely right i don't i don't see where you're wrong it is bullshit yeah and it's like life is so difficult it is difficult so so it's hard for us to come outside of ourselves to stop taking care of just our individual selves of course we always need to take care of ourselves Exactly, but, and that's what Shona was talking about before with imagine, reminding ourselves of the things we have to be grateful for. You know, like, even though life is hard, you should be grateful in all circumstances. Yeah, and like, as important as to be grateful, I think it's important for everyone to grieve for themselves a little bit as well, because a lot of us live in situations that's just purely just it's unfair out of our um, control is above us you know like absolutely things happening to us is like you did everything correct it was just somebody took advantage of the generation before you to make things this way absolutely and there's incredible strength in some people who after all they've been through they still move with love and kindness and that's an amazing thing and i think we should all try and be more like that to move with kindness because you don't know what people are going through you don't you know um and that's like going I'm back so yeah i'm sorry no 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 so stop with these police officers and these people put in positions of power in this system because the last thing on their hearts and in their mind is love and kindness and mm -hmm. i guess like that's what i want my audience to pick up on like please understand me when i say that i'm not attacking the system i'm just attacking the fact that people out there in, were in positions of power in the system are really just lacking common sense wisdom empathy compassion yeah love kindness is like and these are the people that you're saying you know 
balance you know the law you know like yeah it, it astounds me that police officers don't go to law school since you over here apparently know the law like no they, they need 600 you. hours of experience <laughs> and now they right. can have a gun and go out into public and terrorize our communities and again like like i think we all are catching on by now that cops aren't here to protect and serve us protect res- respect whatever their little motto is but it's to protect property it's to protect the rich that's what it is for really they're <clears throat> to like make sure we follow in line orderly to the laws and regulations but Absolutely. i was always a law breaking <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's us maybe let's get into community well now we're getting into global okay so <clears throat> you, you have something you want to say no go for it i love <laughs> okay just tell me to stop talking because no, I, I could no. run my mouth forever. You know this. No, no. Uh, so when so it's a difficult topic of global. I had to think about it for a long while because you know there's no one thing that's like do this and it'll affect your global world positive like positively. You know there's no one way. Um, it's a very diff- difficult topic. Um, so what I had written down and what I had prepared for tonight's conversation is just going back to kindness like it can be infinite like you be kind to yourself you can be kind to others in your community you love and you're kind to your community then that can inspire others to keep keep it going and that can be infinite you could just keep this love going around and around and obviously there's going to be others along the way who are going to paint this picture of witchcraft and you know like whatever they're gonna try to create a narrative that goes against their agenda but just take time to create the narrative for yourself you'll find that smiling is so much better than frowning you'll find that being compassionate asking somebody how they truly are and caring about how they truly are you know like helping people out of the kindness of your house you know and i know benevolence and such don't come easy not to say that it is i'm not saying that like i know that i need to work on areas of practice in regards to patience um and i've been trying to make gratitude my new attitude as of lately you know because i understand that the energy that we are going through on a personal level it just ties into the bigger collective of things. And um, I remember talking to a lady, Miss Teresa, who came into the store and she was like one of those spiritual people who has her crystals and such and such and such. And she was like, you know, remember to pray because, you know, God, our maker, our creator, you know, He made crystals. He made the magic that is in crystals. You know, he made the energy that literally everything is created. Literally. Everything has power. Everything has... I don't even know. Nothing's on accident. There's no such thing as coincidences, if you ask me. You know, everything's very intentional. Um, And, you know, going like into intentions and going back to what you were saying like oh people are gonna say it's witchcraft da 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 like a great example of this is antifa which is literally anti-fascist like fascist as in like the terrible people yeah. you know who fucking fascist and antifa has been, <laughs> been called a terrorist group in what world in what world 
it's really mind-boggling but it just goes to show like there's gonna be constant blockages and there's gonna be constant constant you know um what's the word like there's <laughs> constantly gonna be something in the way trying to paint one thing as this and one thing as that and going back to the boxes that we're forced into we just need to just you can't listen to it because if not you're just gonna be stuck forever exactly exactly the last thing we want is for your potential to be held back but what we want is this imaginative creative outlook on how we can come together in order to intentionally write and restore a little bit of the balance that we see out of whack around us because well we see that not a lot of people care okay we'll make them care (laughs) you know what i mean like let's teach these people how to care let's teach these people how we're all created let's teach these people that you know it doesn't take a natural disaster it doesn't take catastrophe it doesn't always have to take deaths in order for us to come together and want to do good by our people and by our society you know what i mean it's like we are coming together in small steps but we just need to like add more to it because in my eyes, people care more about a makeup line do they, than they do the fact that there's a whole wildlife species out there going into extinction. Like there's magic yep. happening. And so we need to give a voice to those who have no fucking voice. And sometimes that means making people uncomfortable, but it's not even about, you know, making it impossible to solve it, but it's like, okay, what can we do? What yeah. can we do to come together and give a voice to a cause? Support. Yeah, I have I have so much to say in response to what you said. Like, you have so many great points. Like, like when you say make them care, I wish it was that simple. All this we can true. really do, we can't force anyone to think one way. We can only plant a seed. Look at me going back to my plants. I'm obsessed. Um, <laughs> But we can only plant a seed and we can only, we can only, um, like, make, um, oh my gosh, my brain is such a blob. We can only, like, make an example. We can only Mm -hmm. sort of offer guidance. We can't force anyone to do anything. Which is why Um, this podcast is called Learn, Do, Inspire, because... I'm not trying to make, didn't mean to interrupt, Shauna, but no, I, don't no, you're all good. I understand because it's through actions. Actions speak so much louder than words. And um, some of the things that I do on a small scale is just, you know, even when I'm working at TJ Maxx and I'm like distributing all these fucking plastic bags, and I ask, do you need a bag? Keyword, do you need? Sometimes I'll be like, can I use your suitcase in order to bag some of your items? You know, like, let's save a bag bag that way. You know, it's just like introducing this narrative that you don't need a bag for your one item that you can carry out of the store. It doesn't matter (laughs) about the logo on it because who says that you need a bag just to purchase something? Like, why is this a construct set in place? Like... You know, and if you need a bag, use your fucking reusable bag. Come on. <laughs> yeah. 
No, because we really live in a country where convenience is everything. You know, it's more convenient just to get the plastic bag, despite the billions of years it'll take for it to go away, even exactly. though it'll break down into microplastics. Poison our food, you know. It's like we live in a place where it's convenient. With everything and, else. <laughs> and like going back to individuals, I'm like, no one no one wants like no one's like oh like it's not just like me who does it like well what can i do as an individual um but it's like if it's leader. one person times a billion that's a billion individuals right there exactly um, but as we know we've seen the statistics like if we all use reusable bags if we all get electric cars if we all stop using plastic it's still 70 countries i mean 70 countries 70 companies that produce all the fucking <laughs> trash and all the house the greenhouse exactly. gases and so my goal personally is revolt yeah you know, <laughs> we just need to be educated on it like if you aren't aware of what's going on then you're just gonna go on your day by day believing that things are the way it should be like the construct is as it is and in my previous episode i say there are changes being made to systems every single day changes being made every single day sometimes we fear change but it's taking place around us whether or not we fear it or don't you know what i mean and the same thing applies to pollutants same thing applies to toxins same thing applies to radioactive activity and such and such and such and such and so it's like when we see a lot of these problems then we advocate that much harder for re um, affordable renewable energy affordable um tools and resources that we can use to generate electricity sustainably um you know but the first thing is that people need to stop thinking that this magic superhero is going to come and solve it all you know it's not going to be solved magically this is a collective. we are the superheroes exactly and that yeah. is how it comes full circle we Absolutely. are the heroes we have to be we have to you know it's okay for you to measure your success by i want to have a mansion and three four five cars if that's what you need but let's like look deeper into self and try to understand why it is exactly you need these items yeah and, the and do we need it or are we just told we need it by these influencers mm, exactly <laughs> like whose narrative is telling you that's the life you want because ooh. Oop, oop, oop. Okay, so honestly, in regards to global, I believe there is a lot of destruction being the common topic, but there is hope for reconstruction, rehabilitation, restoration, reconciliation, all of the reads can come into effect. <laughs> yeah, and at the end of the day, hope is all we have. It really is. We can't give that away. If we give that away, we're basically writing away our rights of freedom and our First Amendment, like freedom of expression. And, you know, like we're basically just relinquishing that power over. We're allowing other people to feed us the narrative of our value, um, what it is we can and cannot do. 
who we should and should not be, how you should and should not look. (laughs) So in all of that, the true power is peace and positivity, being yourself. And um, it's easier said than done, but it really just comes through you being the superhero. You taking control of the narrative. You seeing where change can be made around you and applying that, even if it's in small ways, like having discussions. Like, like comfortable conversations are so important. Exactly. Like, I never really post things on my Instagram in relation to, like, the shit that I see, but that really moved my heart. And so I was like, you know what? Like, more attention needs to be brought to this. Like, let me share this. I took screenshots and screen recording. This is about the Saisha case, the illegal kidnapping. Um of just the areas of focus that matter. You guys don't have to watch the entire 65 minutes, but let me show you the areas that matter. Um, And you could take 17 minutes out of your 24 hours of a day to watch this short video clipping and be aware of it. Start that conversation. Hey, did you know that foster care systems isn't all it's pent up to be? Did you know child protective services could be just as evil as police officers? Did you know, <laughs> you know, like that is basically being wake the fuck up. Yeah. And like, I don't know if I said it before, but as we've heard before, ignorance is bliss and people just want to live their comfortable lives. And so many people don't even know that they don't know. Mm. That's the problem. It's like mm. we live in the system's been so perfectly designed that, that people aren't even aware that they're spending their lives working for a fake, like fake scenario that's not realistically gonna happen. Most people aren't gonna retire like ever until they work themselves to death. Right. Because you know? if it's not, I don't know. I just think that it's really important to know your identity before you take a big step, like even being a parent, you know, make sure you know who you are before you bring another life into this world so that you can be able to nurture them and teach them who they are and where they should practice areas of, you know, like you basically have to be that guide and mentorship. Don't follow into the constructs. And that's easier said than done. I thought for sure that I would have to graduate, you know, have this degree, be in this path in life, and look what life has in store for me. Like, Shona's in my life. Remember we were talking about that, how, like, we hate the school that we met each other at, but it was able to put us together. Like, Shona's literally one of my closest friends whom I love dearly, and it's like, I have that school to thank for it, but at the same time, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm 20k in debt, but I have a priceless relationship. So, exactly. you know, it's give and take and silver lining. <laughs> okay, well, our challenge to you guys, there is this um, creation tool on Anchor where you can send in messages and um, go ahead and access. Well, I'm asking the audience. <laughs> 
to think about ideas on how one person could positively impact the world around them and reach out with their ideas. So reach out to us on how you think different areas in which um, one person can positively impact their world around them. Please only- do. I am running out of ideas. Please. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, but you guys could possibly even bring a lot of attention and a lot of focus and awareness on things we didn't even talk about in this conversation that we could expand upon in a future one if Shona is you know wants to <laughs> I'm always here for you Kaylee I'm always ready to for a conversation mm. no matter how uncomfortable it gets honestly and um thank you guys so much for taking the time out to listen to this conversation for taking the time out to listen to Shona and I's discussion I hope a lot of these things resonate with you and I and it makes you more open to critical thinking because I feel as though one of the things we shy away from is critical thinking, critically thinking about our actions and how they can have consequences. And, you know, we want positive outcomes. We want positive consequences. I'm tired of these negative ones. So definitely do. Any closing remarks, Shona? Oh, you got it. Um, you know, I could we could keep on going for like three more hours, but <laughs> I don't think I don't think our audience is really here for it at the moment. You know, we're right. gonna have more episodes, but I really want to hear um, any ideas anyone has, and we can um, we can expand on them, talk more, and turn the words into actions because that's what we need right now in this right. world. We need action because yeah. you know words can only go so far. Energy, emotion, emotions of the motion, all of it is in how we see our actions and how we reflect on them. So that really is the biggest challenge. Um, Imbue a little bit more goodness in what you do. Okay, but before you leave, let's go ahead and close out properly with a amazing story that you can carry on with you that is a bit inspiring you know I love fashion and this is right along the lines of what I plan to hopefully do one day so going into it the caption reads on Instagram um, you can find this at eco based with two d's as an architect and working for years on furniture projects, Gian Piero Tessero Torre encountered the problem of not being able to find a valid alternative to materials of animal origin in totally synthetic ones. With a deep respect for animals and the environment, he developed a cruelty-free leather alternative made from the waste of wine production. Gian Piero founded Vigia spelled v-e-g-e-a the geo company i am totally gonna follow them right now followed going back a company that produces wine leather a sustainable leather made using the mark of the skins and seeds from the wine production globally 26 billion liters of wine are produced every year and from this production process they are able to derive almost 7 billion kilograms of grape mark this waste can be converted to a raw material of a high added value, producing 3 billion square meters of wine leather every year. 
in addition to not including substances dangerous to human health in the production process. The classes of substances that are classified as harmful to the environment are not used. The relationship between wine production and wine leather is very simple. From every 10 liters of wine produced, 2.5 kilograms of mark is obtained, and with which one square meter of wine leather can be produced. I find this amazing because you can offset the amount of carbon matter and carbon organic waste material into something of just imagination, innovation. Like, literally, there are new systems being changed, 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 changed. And it's not to say that somebody isn't like-minded like you you know like there are people out there and that's i love ending out with this because oh here's another one do you guys really want to hear another one though of course you do so (laughs) newspapers in japan are made with seeds in them so they can become plants again after use In Japan, one of the most famous national dailies invented a 100% sustainable newspaper. If you plant it, it will bloom. Japan once more demonstrates to be an advanced country. Its latest invention consists in a newspaper made of recycled and vegetable paper that you can plant after you've read it. It is called Green Newspaper and was invented by the publisher of the famous Japanese daily, the Mancini, I'm not going to butcher them, but look it up paper that can be planted is not news it has been on the market for some years and is a mixture of recycled paper water and small flowers or herb seeds it can also be easily made at home and it can be reused in a creative way once you've finished with it don't throw it rather tear it into small pieces plant and water it within a few weeks you'll unexpectedly have plants and flowers the green newspaper is not the first sustainable initiative undertaken by the japanese daily its commitment to environmental protection is already well known thanks to the previous advertising campaign on water donations for populations suffering from thirst It's just, you have to be creative. You have to keep your authenticity. It's an amazing, amazing, amazing story. Okay. Well, with that, have a beautiful day. And thank you again for tuning in.